Oh, that's my favorite part of Sweet <laughs> Gravy. Welcome to the Sweet Gravy Podcast, Carmen. It's always interesting hearing that intro song. Why? Just because our names are in it. It's just a weird, <laughs> just a weird thing. I think that uh, what is interesting about it is... Uh, we talk about it every time we are done with it. Because you love it. I love it so much. You love yeah. the song. I think it's like super cool. Yeah. I really think that it's the coolest thing that this podcast has brought us is a, a, a connection with Angelo Moore. A connection with Angelo Moore. Not that I didn't have one already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because I love the man. Yeah, I know you do. All right. So what should we talk about? We got some okay, so if you're watching us on YouTube. Welcome. We've got two episodes up so far, right? We do. Um, new. We're still putting out the audio as we have been before. Yeah, but we also have video on YouTube. So search if, the channel. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Gravy Podcast, and you will find us there. And make sure you subscribe. If you want to be part of the Sweet Gravy family, make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow us. Yeah. Um, so far, I'm trying to put out uh, episodes uh, Saturdays at 8 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, maybe sometime in the future, if we want to start putting out more episodes, just because of the time constraints, we'll put out like maybe like just audio only. Yeah. Um, just like special episodes. If we want to do more than one a week. You know, so be sure to check us out also on those channels, which you can find Sweet Gravy on Apple Podcasts. Audible and Audible, Amazon Music. Yeah, Google, you, pretty, you pretty much just Google it Google, and it'll pop Spotify, up. Spotify will be on platforms. all those. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's where we are. Announcements well, done. Announcements done. Wow, that's the first time we've ever done that. I think it's time uh uh we set some goals. <laughs> right? Yeah. No? Sure. Okay. So goals are always good. I don't wanna so we're just getting started on the, the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was scouring the webs for other podcasts that started at about the same time we did. Yeah. And uh do you know who Melissa Via Senor is? No. She's a comedian. She's on uh Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. She does a podcast. It's called Laughing with Myself. Mm-hmm. She's got a cool intro too. She's like, laughing with myself. Ah, I mm-hmm. can't ah, oh, I want to be laughing with myself. Okay. It's the brightest side of me. Okay. It's a great, 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 uh, you know, it's just real quick. It's 20 minutes. But she started literally a week before us. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think her first episode uh, is like May 22nd. Mm hmm. 
and ours is May 29th. Mm-hmm. So like, but we have more episodes than she does. Mm-hmm. Just a couple, not much, mm-hmm. but we do have, you know, more now. I think with this, even though she's a year ahead, I think in the coming year, what we should do is try to see if we can match her numbers on the YouTube videos, on the views. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't mind, Kirk. I just kind of go with the flow. Um, I want people to like it. We enjoy doing this. It's something that we do together, something that we come together on. So it's really nice for other people to to want to tune in and hear what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. So, yeah, maybe maybe in a year we get some laughing with myself numbers. You know, and then who knows? Next yeah. year, Tim Dillon? <laughs> huh? Maybe, yeah. Maybe we get Tim Dillon show numbers? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> well, there's been a lot of stuff going on on the social medias, on the internet lately. A bunch of different little stories. Obviously, everyone's talking about this gorilla glue girl. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. What happened to her? So, she used gorilla glue spray on her hair. Mm-hmm. Like most black girls, they'll put their hair in a ponytail. They slick down them edges because if you have nappy ass hair, you need something to to slick that shit down, or it's just gonna look like they Afro. literally glue their hair down. I wouldn't say glue it. No, she literally glued she just her. took it to the next level. She took it to the next level. Right. They do sell something called Gorilla Snot, which is like a hard, super strong gel that's supposed uh-huh. to do the same thing. Um, however. You don't find Gorilla Glue spray in a beauty supply store, so I don't understand where she went to pick it up, or was it just in her house and she mistook the two? Because that's the only thing that would make sense. If you went out of your way and then picked up Gorilla Glue, and it says on the bottle that it is not for skin, (laughs) it says on there that you are not supposed to use it or let it come in contact with yourself, and she still used it, and she's like, I'm suing now. Mm-hmm. How you gonna sue? The yeah. disclaimer on the bottle. I saw I saw a comment that said Gorilla Glue needs to sue her. Yeah. Like <laughs> like don't drag our name in in the mud. Yeah. You know. But Gorilla Glue's got to love it. They're like, oh, we're getting you know, all this free publicity right their now. Their sales are going up like a motherfucker. Gorilla and people, Glue, Gorilla Glue. And people are like giving them real publicity because mm-hmm. I've heard like a bunch of celebrities like you spray that shit it. It ain't coming off. Uh-huh. That's what the purpose of Gorilla Glue is. So right. everyone's endorsing their product for free. And, yeah, they. Sh- I mean, I don't think she should sue them. I think they should give her a deal or something. <laughs> Maybe we'll split the medical bills, like 50-50? Well, I heard that she didn't pay for it. They did it for free because they felt bad for her. Who, the, the hospital? The doctor did it. It was like a cosmetic surgeon in L.A. Oh, she really? had to fly to L.A., and it was like a cosmetic surgeon that heard about her on YouTube. And I believe she did it for free, and she raised $20,000 on GoFundMe that she got to keep for herself because the doctor didn't charge her for it. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I guess. Did a little come up? A little come up, yeah. I mean, she's not gonna nice hurt her hair. For $20, her hair exactly. <laughs> it's not all the way gone, but you know it's patchy. And she ain't gonna ever be able to grow her hair out mm-hmm. like that anymore. Right. Once you damage your scalp like that, your hair won't grow out the same way. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> huh? It's just not, why are you laughing at that? I don't know why you're laughing at that. 
I'm saying you put glue on your fucking head, it's not gonna grow out anymore. Uh huh. So maybe maybe she'll be surprised and it didn't mess her up too bad. Maybe. But with the acetone and all the extra shit she was putting on there, it's like, girl, you gotta. And then, um, so I was watching The Breakfast Club the other day, and Donkey of the Day was this guy who was. So The Breakfast Club is a radio show that you listen to? Yeah, The Breakfast Club is a radio show. It streams on a lot of different uh, platforms. It's, syndicated. Yeah, syndicated. It's They took over Detroit Airways, for example. They're the main radio station for New York besides Hot 97, but they're the most popular one. And this guy, they gave Donkey of the Day to this guy. This guy, he's like... This is a segment that Charlemagne does. I just assume everybody knows the Breakfast Club. Some people don't. That's true. Yeah. So? Yeah. So a segment they do is Donkey of the Day. So pretty much people who do stupid shit, like they'll like talk about them in Uh that segment. And this guy, he put Gorilla Glue on a red Solo cup. Uh-huh. And then stuck it to his mouth. And he was like, she bullshit. And she complaining about her hair. He's like, all you got to do is, li- like, I can get this shit off. So he let it dry on his lip. And then he tried to lick it to get it off. Uh-huh. And it wouldn't go off. What? And so then he had to go to the hospital. And they had to rip it off. And so all his top lip, all the skin is ripped off. Uh-huh. He's like, what the? And he's like, yeah, pretty much all the skin on my top lip is gone. <laughs> what? Like, why did you do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this shit was this strong. That's crazy. It is. It yeah. is. So I can see the negative part of the Gorilla Glue situation. Mm-hmm. When people are doing shit like that, it's like, okay, now what are you supposed to do? Right. But, I mean, wasn't that a, well, isn't that the reason that McDonald's has caution hot on their cups now? Well, a woman, she got, like, third-degree burns, like, on her Lap or something, lap. right? Yeah. Yeah, her lapish area. And uh, she sued him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she won, right? Mm-hmm. And they had to change the way that they they uh, get their products? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. This fucking lady, irresponsible, in the car, this shit get on her lap and she get a burn. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, they say, oh, how, you know, they think that that woman actually, she did, like have to go to the hospital and stuff like it wasn't like a lot of people yeah. think that you know she wasn't one of those people that over exaggerate mm-hmm. you know just to get the quick money like the lady who found a finger in her salad or some shit at wendy's oh no i think that was something that she staged oh. and uh they end up finding out that she did it but she found a piece of a finger it's a like, tip why of does a your finger? husband not have a finger yeah well she found it <laughs> in, she found a tip of a finger in her salad in wendy's i believe it was uh-huh. and she tried to sue them and then they did an investigation and was like bitch nobody here missing a finger <laughs> what uh-huh. the fuck? <laughs> like they man it's in the premix mm-hmm. i don't think it was uh-huh. i'm pretty sure that it was her who staged it or planted it or something maybe so yeah that's been going on the gorilla glue girl and I showed you a picture of that little trend that people are trying to start. The monkey tail beard. Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? So basically, your guys are trimming their beard. It comes like down their ear mm-hmm. and then around their chin and then up across their mustache. Mm-hmm. Like a tail. Like a, t- like a monkey's tail. Mm-hmm. And that's the new quote unquote trend. If it was a trend, I would have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> in, I don't in think person. It, I don't think it 
it's catching on. Right. <laughs> it's only been a couple people to do it, and they look fucking crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you think I should do that? Um, no. Why not? I think you got a pretty good beard. I think you got a pretty good beard. You, like, I just, I'm trying to navigate what you have right now. I don't think I can deal with a fucking monkey tail on your face. You don't think so? No. Why not? I cut it off while you sleep. I'd be super cool. No, you wouldn't. People would be like, there goes that guy with the monkey tail beard. You know, I was. It would, cause, it would bring a lot of attention to you. People would be like, always looking like, what the fuck is that? I was at work. <laughs> And um, I started a new job in, uh, let's say, August, I think it was, mm-hmm. when I started. Does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. And so the people that I work with have never actually seen my face because I've always been masked up at mm-hmm. work. And yesterday, nah, meh, la- this past week, I was getting a drink of water, and I took my mask down. And I wear, like, a, a, a gator thing, so, like, basically, like, from my eyes down, you don't see yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it down, got myself a drink of water, and then I put it back up. And then the owner of the company was on this, like, stairway, and he was looking at me, and he was like, you have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got a beard. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. Like, I've never seen your face before. <laughs> so I've literally been working with all these people who have no idea what I actually look like. You know? You have an ID. I don't, I don't know. They photocopied th- your ID for you to get the job. Well. Your face. Well, you is think they passed I- it around? You think they said this is what he looks like? No, I guess this not. is what he looks. No, the HR person put it in a file, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> so yeah, all these people they don't have, don't have any idea what I actually look like. Now he's telling people like he got a big, big, big ass beard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He's like it's red and yellow and brown and all these wonderful black and green and. Not green. I don't have any greens in there? No. Oh. No, you have a nice beard. You have a bunch of different colors, cute colors going on. Yeah. I think it's Soon cool. it's going to be all gray. Yeah. And you're going to be like, you got to get, you'll, I'll be taking a shower and then I'll get out and there's going to be a box of just for men beard sitting on the, sitting on the sink that you put in there when I was that. in the shower. And I don't like, care about that. I think uh, people look cool time. with the grays sometimes. Uh-huh. So I don't I don't mind that. I feel like if you have like 4C hair, like extremely coarse hair and then you got like gray pubes on your face, mm-hmm. that's a problem. But if you have decent hair and you have a beard and it's gray, mm-hmm. you could some most people can pull it off. It doesn't look that bad. Last night we were watching uh Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. Uh and uh Laketh Laketh Stansfield, is that his name? Stanfield? So. Laketh Laketh Stanfield? Maybe Lakeith. Lakeith? I don't fucking know. Lakeith Stanfield? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a word you should say. No, it don't. Why? Shut up. Can you say it? No. Huh? <laughs> uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and he... You got me fucked up right what? now. What? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he was in bed with his lady friend, and you were looking at his chest, and you were like, oh my God, how you walk around with that hair on your chest? Is that what you said? Yeah, no, I, what I was saying is, 
That girl in the in the movie is a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson, I believe. Yeah, she would never fuck with him. First off, no. So it doesn't seem normal. <laughs> it seems very. He's off. a super skinny dude. It's the same shit as fucking Rosie Perez and Spike Lee and huh? uh, do the right Dr- thing. She would never fuck with Spike Lee. Absolutely no? not. No. So it's unrealistic. Spike Lee's a good looking guy. Uh, Spike Lee looked like a frog. Huh? I think uh, he looked like a turtle or something. No way. I think that when you do movies, I understand like what goes into it and you want the bigger names to pull a bigger draw and all that. But when I'm watching it as a viewer and I see her and him, that is not. Uh, well, that's it's just Spike not Lee's real movie, though. He wrote directed yeah and he put himself with a pretty girl that's fucking false advertising like a motherfucker you think i don't like stuff it's just not realistic Uh so i know i'm watching a movie it doesn't hit like uh something that's a little more genuine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like when i watched that show the act right with the girl in the wheelchair uh, yeah dd blanchard the the girl the lady with Munchausen syndrome that was um, keeping her daughter sick. Uh-huh. That looks actually believable. The characters actually look like they're the ones who were involved in the scenario. They look similar to the characters on top of that. It, it looks genuine. Mm-hmm. When you see a pretty girl with laying in the bed, why the fuck would she be sitting there with, with him and those nappy-ass chest hairs in the garage? Uh-huh. That, no. It's just not realistic. No? No. I don't know. It just don't happen. You must have a big dick or, like, some money or something for that to happen. Uh Like, ain't no girl just going to be sleeping inside of a garage that lift up. (laughs) With the garage door. And she's really pretty. Uh She can go do other shit. Right. She can go get a guy where she can stay in the house and not the garage. What? Mm Mm-hmm. She's going to live with... uh... Anybody, shit. Crew, crew, Terry Crews? She could have. <laughs> oh. Just saying. It's That's just, harsh. You get what I'm saying, though. Lo- right? Love is beyond looks, Carmen. I understand that, Kirk, but some things are just not, are just way too far. You you like the idea of, um, okay, so this couple could uh, actually like be together and like each other and be super cool, right? Yeah. Um, but... Your your stance is because of the way he looks, she wouldn't even give him the time of day. She wouldn't. Right. Uh, but what she don't a, have to. You you talk about this interview that uh, uh, some uh, uh, famous lady was on. Maybe it was on The Breakfast Club also because you watch it all the time, The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that uh, boys come up to her and start talking and she's looking at their grandfather. Mm-hmm. But she's like really, you know who that is? I forgot. I forgot who it is, but I know who you're talking. I remember the interview. She was a younger girl too, uh-huh. and she, she likes older old men. men. Yeah, right. People got their their things that they she like. She liked the silver fox, though. Uh huh. She don't like no busted ass old man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she like the the nice refined gentleman who looks nice and smell good, and his hair she, is. She trimmed. wanna she wanna George Clooney. Yeah, she, she don't want no fucking she doesn't want crippled a, ass crackhead on the street. She doesn't want a Paul Giamatti. <laughs> huh? Who is Paul Giamatti? Uh, the redheaded guy from uh, uh, oh, uh, they told me I was picking up a little blue car. They didn't say nothing about a little blue man. Oh yeah. Uh, with a big fat liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was also in uh Big Mama's house. Mm-hmm. 
She don't want a busted old man. She want a silver fox. That's right. what they call him. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, so, Lakeith. You're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and if she met Lakeith and she was looking at his granddad, if his granddad was ugly, she wouldn't be looking at his granddad. She wouldn't even stop uh-huh. to talk to y'all. <laughs> like, the whole family, she wouldn't stop to You're talk to. You're not involved. To. You're not involved. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, we watched a few movies last night. Um, I've been watching, I've been getting stuck on this thousand pound sisters. Uh-huh. Oh my God, Kirk. Two sisters that are a thousand pounds? Together, yeah. Together? Mm-hmm. And what about them? It's horrible to watch. Like, I remember when it first came out and people were like, the one girl is so fat, she got fat on her forehead. Like, mm-hmm. everybody kept saying that because she has this mass of fat on her forehead. Does it, like protrude out yeah swoops down yeah it's pretty alarming to look at really and then on a show i was just recently watching and she went on his website for men who like bigger women Mm -hmm. and this guy showed up and this is busted ass black guy this fucking bummy ass guy and her sister is like he likes obese women he likes really large women so she's supposed to be trying to keep her weight down but you're with a guy who wants you to be fat. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that fucking work? She's going to be in a home. Right. Or he's going to be taking care of her. Right. It's uh, really interesting to watch. Some people do that. I uh, know it was one of those TLC shows or um, where a guy, he, like, feeds his his mm-hmm. wife, like, paste. Oh, like I a, didn't see that. Like Jesus a, Christ. It's just basically, like, <laughs> shortening and, like, meats and... Like, just, like, feeds her, like, a paste. Disgusting. And she eats it. And she's, like, huge. She's a gigantic woman. And she's, like, this is the way my man likes me. You know? It's, like, how damaged are you have to be to, like, put your well, body Well, first like, off, you are, okay, you didn't get like that. You you didn't get like that before. I mean, after you got with him. Mm-hmm. He with you because you're big. Right. You already had an issue. Uh-huh. You already had self-esteem problems. So that's what that's what I think you're missing. It's not like she got with this guy and he like took her self esteem from her. No, she already had no self esteem, and then he got with her and he's bringing her spirits up a little bit. Like she, I mean, think about it. Yeah, what he's doing is extremely unhealthy for mm-hmm. her, but she's killing herself anyway. Right. At least she's happy. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna get mine. How? Huh? How's she gonna get hers? No, he is. How he's he's getting what he wants. He wants that big woman. Yeah, but what to do? What with her? I don't know. You can't have sex with that. (laughs) I don't know. You can't have sex with no fucking seven hundred pound woman. Yeah, but what about what about her feelings? It's some women that's like eight nine hundred pounds that be on these shows. Uh You can't have sex with no eight hundred pound woman. Uh You know, Kirk. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm getting disgusted. Uh-huh. I saw one of these fucking uh, shows, and the lady was like 800 and something pounds. Okay. And they were, they used to give her a washcloth and a water pail. She would like cook her meals on her bed, so she had her cutting board, and she like chop up the tomatoes and all uh-huh. that for her family. Every that blanket had to be disgusting. Everything she did on the bed. And they would give her a pill of water and soap and then a washcloth and she washed herself off. But uh-huh. she was so large, she wasn't able to get to everything. Right. So they had to move her to get her to the hospital. When they went to 
they were her daughters were cleaning her up, like helping her clean herself before her ride to the hospital, mm-hmm. and they found maggots in the folds of her legs. Ooh. That's how bad it is. Yeah. So when you're that big, where you do not feel maggots living inside of the folds of your skin, uh-huh. that's a problem. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's gross. It is gross. Let's get something to cleanse the palate a little bit, huh? <laughs> Let's get out of this maggot talk. Oh Isn't it God. disgusting? Yeah. I don't even want to think about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, for everyone who is watching, Kirk is wearing a shirt. I'm listening. Everyone who's going to be watching on YouTube. Uh, but also listening. Or also listening. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Kirk is wearing a shirt with the name Scut on it, and it's a little fish dick. Huh? It's a fish dick on there, and it says Scut on it. Right? Yeah. Explain. No, what? I can't explain it. You can't explain that? I'm, no, I can't. I'd be telling out personal information of somebody <laughs> that I'd rather not do. So I can't really explain the shirt. Well, don't you think before we did this video for YouTube, you probably should have take the shirt off because people are going to want to know what that's about. I don't know. (laughs) People are going to say, why is he wearing a shirt that says scut on it? Yeah, why is is he wearing that shirt that says scut? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay. That's funny. You're hilarious. Um, So... Apparently, no one can do, we talked about this before, but no one can do taxes uh, until the 12th. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so taxes can go in now, right? Here we are. Yeah. Tax season. I don't even realize what day it is, half the time. Uh huh. It's the 13th. Yeah. And they said that they're giving out more stimulus checks for people. Oh, yeah? The 1400 They've cleared it? They haven't cleared anything. They just oh, keep yeah. talking they about it. They just keep it. talking about it? Yeah. I like how... Uh, you know, uh, Biden, he was like, uh, he was like, er, those, if Georgia, if Georgia wins the runoff elections, those $2,000 checks are going out. And now, like, the, the whole thing is, well, uh, it, to collectively, it's going to be $2,000, but that'll be another 1400 tacked mm-hmm. on to the 600 we just gave you, you know? So everybody's like, uh, like, at this point, yes, there's people that need it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know who who couldn't who couldn't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, buy stuff. Anybody can use fourteen hundred dollars, right? But don't you think it's like kind of too late? I feel like, like all this stuff should have happened six months ago. I agree with you. I one <laughs> I one hundred percent agree with you. But maybe it's better that it's been drug out a little bit longer. Just because if you would have given this relief to people in the beginning, they still be in this situation right now. Yeah, that's true. If you, if the, because I think that that's an issue that they had a lot with the the extra six hundred on unemployment tacked on, is people were like, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to go to work. That's true. I'm getting this extra six hundred, and um, how did it? You didn't have actually. Typically, when you're on an unemployment, right, you have to like. Do things. You have to apply for. You have to jobs. apply for jobs, and you have to well, like they, show. They tell you to apply effort. for jobs, but they don't actually check. So you just can write down jobs on there and say mm-hmm. you apply. But this time, what, because you signed up for it, yeah, because you lost your job. Mm-hmm. Um, they told you that you didn't actually have to 
search for no anything? that part searching for jobs were turned off right because um it was no jobs everything right. was closed yeah everything was closed down yeah right so and i'm not sure right now if that option is turned back on or not mm-hmm. i'm not sure right now if uh with the additional three hundred dollars a week that they're giving everybody right now if they actually have to apply for jobs i do realize that our perspective comes from people who did okay during the pandemic. Sure, yeah. We have to keep that in mind because there are people who are not in those situations and they they actually do need that money. Yeah. I have a couple friends. Like, Detroit was closed for the longest. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple friends that were on unemployment when everything shut down because they lost their jobs. Then they were called back to their jobs. Right. And then the governor shut the, the state down again. And then they had to go reapply for unemployment again, go through the whole process, took months to get it again. Mm-hmm. And they need that money. Right. They struggling. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like we had a good, but some people do need it. Right. We don't need $1,400 stimulus checks, mm-hmm. but we'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we will take them, but okay. we'll be fine without them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um I should look up the statistic, but I wonder how many people in the United States live underneath the poverty line. I know it's a very large number. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much, though, is that's where the, the issue lies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I feel like if you are competent, get up and get a fucking job. I don't care where you are. Like, Go find a job. You might have to work at the shelter. Mm-hmm. But they need people. When you lost your job, you were going to work at the shelter. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. I was, like, and I was like, don't do it. I'm, the whole point that I'm making is I'm not going to just sit around and not make no money. If the uh-huh. entire city closed down and they saying that they paying $23 an hour at the shelter, I'm there. Fuck mm-hmm. this COVID. Right. The only reason I didn't is because you told me not to. Uh-huh. I was being impatient. Right. So... I ended up getting unemployment a week after I filed. But the second right. day after I filed, I was like, oh, hell no, I got to find a job. Like, You're I was like, already I can't just sit out. here. I can't sit here and just do nothing. Well, that was throughout the time of uncertainty where right. you didn't know where your next paycheck was going to come from. You're laid off. You don't know what the fuck a pandemic is. Right. We'd never been through it before. Right. And That's- I'm just trying to figure out where to get tissue and why all the first off i'm like why is the tissue gone it was so funny because i told you i was like i was like you gotta get some toilet paper or like, it's not why? gonna be there and you're like it's gonna be there what do you mean it's not gonna be there and then it happened and then you're like my sister was telling paper. me too she was like carmen bitch you better go get some toilet paper i got all the t-. she was one of the people hoarding all the things from uh-huh. other people right so we got a hundred rows we got this we got that and i'm like She's like, oh, I went back again. I found more tissue. I got oh. some more. I'm like, you already have enough. Right. People can't find this. Stop hoarding tissue. Uh-huh. She was hoarding the tissue. She had they probably all. still got rose from that shit left. Right. <laughs> but Latrice is typically a little better with stuff like that. Well, I think she's a conspiracy theorist anyway. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think this happened or what if this happened? So she's already on those types of stories where I'm like, uh. I'm trying to listen to the Breakfast Club. Uh huh. Watch my reality TV shows. Right. Like the challenge. You haven't got into the challenge yet. No, I'm not going to watch it. 
I find it weird that you don't want to watch the challenge, but you met one of the challenge superstars. Johnny Bananas? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. He went to high school with a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, two people I know, but mm-hmm. one that was actually a a friend of mine, yeah. They went to high school together. You met one of the challenges superstars, mm-hmm. Johnny Bananas. Right. So the challenge for anybody who doesn't know is um the Real World Road Rules Challenge. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows. They pretty much take uh past contestants from the real world and put them on this show and they compete for money. They do like games. They do different games. And like survivor games? Yeah. Like they have to like do puzzles and... Puzzles and it's a lot athletics. of physical... Athletics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this just seems kind of boring. It's not... Well, I don't think you like the shows with drama. No. Like you don't well, like it's made the, up drama. It's MTV drama. Yeah. Right. It's entertaining. No. See, the best MTV ever had... Robin Big, because there's no drama. It's just two best friends hanging out, having a good time. Okay, let me see. You said Robin Big. I thought it might have been. I thought Punked was good when it was on. Punked was all right. Uh, that shit was so funny. <laughs> I also liked the uh, uh, Room Raiders. Remember Room oh, Raiders? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Room Raiders. Room Raiders was they would uh, they would take I can't these guys. How it went, though. They would take these. It would either be girls or guys. Um, they would run into their house and they'd t- put them in a van, mm-hmm. right? And it was three three people. They mm-hmm. put them in a van, and then the the person of the opposite gender would go through those three rooms, and based on what they find in those three rooms, they would pick out what person they wanted to go on a date with. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people that were in the van, they got a they had a little TV, and they were able to watch. Yeah. Her, yeah. her, or him go Looking through their through room. Their stuff, yeah. yeah. Like, oh shit! Don't go through that drawer. Right. And there was always like, they'd always be like this. There was always one room that had like porn on the computer, mm-hmm. or or magazines or videos somewhere. And then they were like, uh, and then if they, they pick that person, they'd be like, you'd be like, uh. Well, I mean, that's pretty typical of a guy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Of a guy to have some type of porn or something in their room. Somewhere. Yeah. Especially, it, it wasn't, guy. these were like a, young. These were the people in their early 20s. 20s, yeah. 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 So it makes Living sense. with other people, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, all yeah. of them were like still living in their parents' house for the yeah. most part. Man, MTV and the aughts, mid to late aughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, Robin Big, Pimp My Ride. Pimp My Ride was a good one. You know, I, I watched an interview with Exhibit and they said, they said, uh, hey, Exhibit, how, how did you know that you had made, how did you know that Pimp My Ride had turned you into a superstar? And he said, whenever soccer moms knew my name. <laughs> he said, when when uh, the soccer moms knew my name, I knew they weren't listening to my music. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> and the way that he described that uh, whole scenario was uh, kind of like, not so much that he was duped, but like he was like, MTV came to me to be on a show and I just knew that they were going to play my music if I did it. Mm-hmm. So he just basically did Pimp My Ride to get his music out mm-hmm. to a bigger audience, as any, you know, musician would, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the whole goal, right? Yeah. 
get your stuff heard. You don't want to make things for it not to be seen or heard. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and then like now everybody's like, oh, Pimp My Ride ruined these cars because they put 30 TVs in there. And then every time you shut off the car, the battery would die. Mm-hmm. And Exhibit was like, did you ever see me in the shop? I was the face of the show, but I was never doing any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> I was hired to be a face. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, when you think about it, a car, I don't think cars are made to hold all that shit in there. <laughs> no. Like, they had cars with hot tubs in the back. Yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> now what? Right. Now you got to be draining the water, filling it back up. You're carrying around water inside the back of your car while you're driving. Right. And people in it. Uh-huh. That's too fucking. <laughs> now, what happens when you're driving and the whole damn hot tub just fall off the bottom of a goddamn truck yeah. while people in it? That's your your problem that's horrible right so yeah i mean that makes sense like when you were first watching it you see some of those cars and you're like man yeah so and you're cool. 17 years old and you're like man I love that. And, and you you're just happy to have your 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 dumpy ride that you already have you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> you're happy to have whatever you've got and you're like, yep. man, if Exhibit would just show up at my house, I'd be like, yeah. Hell yeah. And then you go to the school, you'd be like, did you see that one car that they did? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know what else was on MTV about that same time? What? Viva La Bam. Viva La Bam was on. Oh. Was that the Jackass days, too? Was Jackass no, the Jackass TV show? No, Jackass had been kind of done. They were off doing their own. Johnny Knoxville was doing movies at the time. Yeah. Steve-O and Party Boy, they were doing The Wild Boys, I think. Their, like, nature show. Yeah, they're doing a while. I remember the Wild Boys and, and Steve-O then, was cracked out on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Bam was doing Viva La Bam. Mm-hmm. And he... Viva La on, Bam was good. He's been on the news, or I showed you a video of him yesterday. Yeah. And he's... Uh, he's so bad. He's messed so bad. up. What's wrong with him? They just said something about... You showed me that video yesterday, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? He looks really bad so he's in the video and he's he's talking about how they're making a jackass four mm-hmm. um and they're making him like do like sobriety checks and like taking like rehab classes and all this stuff and he's like i'm trying to do all this stuff and then apparently he didn't meet his requirements from the studio mm-hmm. and they fired him mm-hmm because he probably fucking failed a drug test. Right. And now he's he's trying to boycott the film. I mean, I get, okay, I get what, what he was saying a little bit. What he's saying is, okay, if he's working with them and he's in a movie, like, I don't understand how you can hold it over somebody's head like that. Paramount is just kind of like, he's making you money as well. He mm-hmm. does have a draw. He does bring in dollars. Right. You're making money off of him. And you're making it seem like, like you doing him a favor by putting them in. Well, a movie. it is a two way street. It's a two way street, right? right. So, Nobody's knocking on Bam's door saying, "Hey, let's go do this." Except for Jackass. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. That's true. And the the crazy part about it is, he probably actually do need that fucking film yeah. at this point. He didn't probably like if you see his house and what he had done to it. His mom was like. And his wife was, now mind you, he was married at the time. Mm -hmm. And his wife, he's like, I'm tired of them telling me what the fuck to do. And his mom is like, what the fuck? That beautiful fucking house. You know what he did to it? What did he do? 
tore it all apart and put an entire skate park inside the damn house. And all his friends just lived there and skate around the house. Mm -hmm. And they were like, all of his friends are people who don't have anything. Right. They just live on him and skate skate around a whole mansion. He's surrounded himself with younger people that leeches that are leeches and the the but make him feel good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's so cool. Yeah, and he's man. like, yeah, I got fans and people who like me. Right. These are my friends. And his mom is He's like, created himself a bubble. Exactly. Right. And his mom is like. An ego what? bubble. An ego bubble. Right. <laughs> and his mom is like, um, like, what is she supposed to do? Right. She was the person, like, what you, what you don't see behind the scenes is that. She's the person who was, I won't say his accountant or financial advisor, but she's the person that typically helped make a lot of his financial decisions as far as like buying properties. Mm -hmm. Cause he had multiple properties and right. his mom was the person who would like close out on it. I believe she had a decorating company where she would go decorate the house for him. And so I think that's why she was bad. Right. She spent a lot of money and she decorated the shit out of that house. And then he turned into a fucking skate park inside. She's like, you and these motherfuckers just skating in this house that right. spent all this time putting together. So, but it's his money at the end of the day. At the end of the day. His so, name's on the account. Yeah, but it's like a, your mom is watching you throw it all away. Your mom is like, he has everything that he needs. He can keep building and leave a legacy for him and his kids to come. Mm -hmm. Everything. And he's literally, we're watching him throw it all away slowly. Right. And they've been trying to intervene and they can't. Right. So now he's going back to rehab. They said this morning, I guess. Is that what you saw? Mm-hmm. Okay. This morning they said he's going back to rehab for uh, mental health or something. Mm -hmm. I think somebody might have called the police on him and said Probably. he having a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah. He's thrown up on video. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's on the video. He's like, I'm sober and i'm getting my life together and then he's like <laughs> he's throwing up and like, like dude it, you it, gotta get it together it's like if you the thing is like you know we can it, it's really sad you know yeah but i feel like we've seen that guy for so long and you 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 saw like what was going on with steve-o and how he's actually turned his life around you know Mm -hmm. And um, it's the uh, the ability for people to actually spin it around if they have the, the power, the willpower to do so. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, that's great. And if they. Because Steve-O turned it around, he looks great. Mm -hmm. So he he did. I mean, you could tell he's clean. He's put some weight on. He doesn't look s super skinny and and uh, he looks healthy. Right. And then you look at Bam. He looked like he's 70 years old. I know. So his sad. eyes are like bulging out of his head. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. <laughs> but I think he even mentioned in a video, he's like, they didn't do Steve-O like that. Or something like that he said in a video. What he was saying was if Steve-O had to do the same stuff that he was doing, he, he, wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't be able to do it. Right. Right, because he was his thing was. I mean, it was bullshit he was a, what he was talking about. He was junk, thing, a junkie, and out there on my case, it wasn't on his case. Yeah, what he was saying was, what if Steve went camping and he didn't have the Wi-Fi to do the check-in? That's what he said. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, Steve would have failed too, but you know, Steve has gotten smart, and he actually said in an interview that he had to, uh, 
he had negotiations to get more money for this new Jackass movie, Jackass 4, that they're doing. He's like, you know what? Um, I'm in a better place in my life and I don't actually need to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are going to pay me more. And he had to take the friendship of, you know, the Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville and Spike Jones. Mm-hmm. He had to take the friendship out of it and be like, this is our business, you know. We got a we're, we're work we're work partners right now. You know we're not friends. You know once we get all the money lined up, we'll be friends again. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna make a Jackass four without a Stevo. That's very true. And you certainly can't make one without a Stevo and a Bam. That's very true. <laughs> They're like, well, shit, Bam's all fucked up. So right. Gotta have Stevo. Right. All right. I mean Johnny Knoxville is a big part of it too. Right. As long but as is it just gonna home. be Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius? And Stevo? No, if Stevo didn't do it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. I mean, is the little midget man still alive? Wee man? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll be in it. Yeah. Or maybe he like, y'all, I'm just getting too old for this. <laughs> like, all of He's them like, are my, getting too my, old for My it. hips aren't what they used to be. I can't kick my forehead anymore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, all of them are too old to be doing shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Right now, you have a little cut on your finger. And oh, you yeah. having a hard time with on my it. Thumb. Yeah, look how bad it is. <laughs> you have a little cut on your thumb and you're like, oh my God, look at my thumb. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts, Carmen. But they're doing stunts where they're hitting each other in the balls and shit. I could take that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I could do it. No, you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a. I don't know. You have to be. It's like people who go to uh, clown school and shit. Right, you have to be a certain type of person (laughs) to want to go to clown school. Uh huh. I used to have a joke uh, that I (laughs) got a wrestling scholarship for at a clown school, Mm -hmm. but I had to turn it down because the 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 shoes gave me blisters. Mm -hmm. They were too big. Mm -hmm. Wrestling shoes. It wasn't very good, but I tried. When you were doing Santa? Yeah. Oh my God. What did people say? Nothing. They just look at you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's a joke, guys. Oh, you that's can a clap joke. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's funny because clowns wear big shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, and could you imagine wrestling in big clown shoes? <laughs> no, you imagine, uh, like, I, I'm on the wrestling team for a clown college, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to dress as a clown whenever you wrestle. That's mm-hmm. that's the joke, right? Mm-hmm. Wearing those big ass shoes with the man. You're like, man, these shoes. It's funnier as an idea than actually say. You can't really say it right. Well, I can't anyway. I could never figure it out. You know, you got to figure out how to visualize what you say. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you how do you visualize? You know, telling in a joke form. Man, I like wrestling for this clown school, but the shoes are giving me blisters. They're too big. <laughs> you know? It was like, <laughs> you catch people on a wrong shot of alcohol and they're like, boo, get yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. But you catch them on a different shot of alcohol and they might think that's the funniest fucking shit ever. Right. It just depends. Uh-huh. Like, there's a lot of people who do comedy and they talk about how the crowds and things are and how sometimes the crowd feeds off each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can have a wonderful set, and it's just the people in the mood that they're in at the time. Right, and then the next hour, whenever the next group comes in. It's a whole different story. A whole different story. Yeah. yeah. See, And some people might be the same people because they just want to hang out, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're they're not going to be, they've already heard all your stuff. Mm-hmm. That, see, that's the issue I always had with stand-up is that I didn't, 
didn't like doing it because constantly doing the same thing. You You're know? doing the same material over and over, over again. Over and over again. I hated it. Well, then you get more material. Yeah, I know, but you have to work that out too. Right, right. It's, a, it's just a long thing. Yeah. Um, that's a weird one, and that's why they don't really like cell phones and things in a comedy club because mm-hmm. you kind of ruin it for everybody right. else. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Comedy is a, a unique a unique one. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with public speaking. So you're fine with public speaking. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. You can't public speak? No, absolutely not. I get so nervous, Kirk. Like, it's to the point where my entire body is shaking and, like, I'm about to pass out. Like, my legs start getting, like, I'm like, I'm going to fucking pass out. <laughs> and I already know it's about to happen. Because uh-huh. you can feel when you're about to physically pass out. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's about to happen. And right I'm like. Now, right now, right now, right and now. And I'm sitting there and I'm, like, trying to take a deep breath and, like, read through. And then at this point, you can't understand anything I'm saying because I'm so nervous. You can't can't hear me the lisp is high right <laughs> so i'm and then i can hear the lisp and mm-hmm. then it makes me more nervous and i'm just like ah. oh my fucking god i took public speaking three times when i got my first degree uh-huh and the teacher was like come on carmen you want to get another f you're gonna i guess you're gonna be here next quarter huh uh-huh. it's like lady just please pass me <laughs> just pass me <laughs> Like you gotta do, you gonna have to try a little better. I just wouldn't show up for all the speech days. Mm-hmm. We had a big speech. I'm like, not that day. Not I'll take day. that F. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I took an interpersonal communications class in college once, and um, we had to do a a, a speech about something. I don't know, some project about you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do it. So what I did was I made a video of all these people talking about me. Mm-hmm. Like people that I know. Mm-hmm. And then I showed that. And I didn't have to do anything. I just put the video in, took it out, sat back down. <laughs> oh, man. And you had to like create something. And like a lot of people like made a board and did all this. But it was all on the tape. Mm-hmm. So I literally just put it in, popped it out. And the professor, he was not, he was not happy with my decisions to do that, because he was like, "You basically, you didn't even, you, you turned the assignment into something that it wasn't." Like, what was the assignment again? You had to like um, describe. You had to like do like characteristics of you and how like you present yourself to other people or something. Like that's a stupid project in the first place. Yeah. Like you have to have some introspection into into what who you are and what you you uh what you show people. Mm-hmm. So I just I just had other people imitate you. No, I had other people tell a camera what what I show to them. Right. Right. So I didn't have to do any of that. So you cheated. No, I didn't cheat. Well, technically you did. What grade did you get? I that think I got a I think I got an A minus. That's, well, that's not that. That's not that. No, bad. but he wasn't happy with it. Yeah, but But you can't If you got an A minus, he still thought it was good. Right. And then I took a business writing class one time and we had to make a whole business plan and present it mm-hmm. to uh <laughs> to our class at the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. And uh 
I wore a really nice, I had some nice slacks on, a nice button-up shirt. But I had this hoodie, the zip-up hoodie, and it had a hole on the sleeve. And I did my whole presentation. It was supposed to be like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I did it at under five. And then uh, the professor lady, she was like, hey, uh, you dressed up really nice, but you wore that hoodie with the holes in the sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I fell into a fire, and that's how I got the holes in the sleeve. It burned. And you wore it over the nice <laughs> outfit? Yeah, I wore it over because it was cold. It was in the middle of winter. Yeah. And uh, it's all I had in the car, you know, so I wore it. And she was like, how did you get the holes there? And it was like a fleece, and I, it, fe- it fell into a fire, and I explained this whole scenario about how this, this the fire got these holes in this thing. And that pumped up my thing up to 10 minutes. And... So I met the time requirement, right? Mm -hmm. And on the rubric, she had on there 100% minus 10 points. So I got a a 90. And she said minus 10 because you spent most of the time talking about the hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll take the A, so fuck off, lady. Right. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Right. Oh, at least you didn't have to explain to them that you got the holes in your sweatshirt from smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't smoke them. I know. But at least you didn't have to explain that. That's worse. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how did you get those holes? Oh, they're just uh, cigarette burns. Right. <laughs> gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Anybody who smokes, it happens. I think it happens to the majority. Oh, you people. think so? Yeah. Yeah. You got a few holes, I'm sure, from. No. No? No. You didn't smoke like that, though. Well, good for you, Kirk. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, we're pretty set for today. That's it? Yeah. Again, if you have any questions or su- suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. And also, all of our YouTube viewers, please subscribe to be part of the Sweet Gravy family. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.